I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I usually talk to you while I'm sitting in my big, black, comfortable leather papa chair here in my living room, but my lady Wonderwench is sitting over there tonight. Actually, she's sleeping after a very tough day today. I don't want to disturb her. So I'm, I'm sitting over here in her usual spot on the couch with her needlepoint stuff and her little portable DVD player and all that kind of wonder-wenchy stuff you know, right next to me. And you know, it's, it's really funny how changing where you usually sit in a living room can actually make the whole house seem a little out of balance. It's a little like that fold-your-hands thing that I used to tell people to do when uh, I was doing seminars. The idea is that little changes in what you do can make you feel a whole lot different. And give this a try. Give it a shot. Fold your hands just like you ordinarily do, all right? If you're right-handed, your left thumb is probably on top when you do it. Go ahead. We'll, we'll wait for you to do this. Just fold your hands. Again, if you're right-handed, your left thumb is probably on top, okay? All right. Now... Take your hands apart and try folding them with the other thumb up on top. Isn't that weird? Strange? Here's another really simple example of that kind of thing. Try combing your hair with the part on the opposite side from the way you usually comb it. I did that a few days ago. You know, you almost can't get your hand to do it. And when you look in the mirror, you look like somebody else. You almost feel like somebody else, which is not a bad thing if you're not feeling too good about yourself. You know, make little changes. As long as you're making a change, it's, it's a good thing. Of course, there's a kind of comfort in doing the same things that you do all the time, too. The problem is that you can get into ruts if you're not careful, and I don't like ruts. You know, you can squeeze all of the juice in your love affair right out the ruts in your life if you're not careful. Especially if you've been together for a long time, which is the case for lots of us Louis Louis generation folks. And by the way, you are a Louis Louis generation person if you find yourself humming that Louis Louis. Oh, yeah. You know, every once in a while, you know, the thing comes up in your mind and you kind of smile a little and remember going to the dances and things like that. And you have a, a kind of a Louie Louie attitude when you hear that song. You remember that kind of stuff, you know? An attitude which may be best described by Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation who likes to say, quote, you're never too old to yearn and burn, end quote also says, if you haven't sprayed some whipped cream directly onto your mouth this month, go for it now. <laughs> uh, of course, Big Louie has also been heard saying, ooh-ee, ooh-ah-ah, ting-tang, walla-walla-bing-bang, you know, so be careful about doing exactly what he tells you to do. Some ruts, of course, are, are highly recommended, like always go home to the same partner. Don't get that confused. Or if you're flying your little airplane, always remember to land before you get out. 
And if you want to get the last word in an argument with your lady, the last word should be, yes, dear. I know that's two words, but this is not the time to quibble. And then there are some things you shouldn't do. For example, you should never have an empty refrigerator. I don't know why, but that has always seemed very unfriendly to me, having an empty refrigerator. And a six-pack doesn't count, by the way. I think your furniture should never include a futon. Because never in the history of humankind has a woman ever said, Take me to your futon. Secret handshakes are a little over the top, too, you know. So is dressing like Ronald McDonald, Mick Jagger, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, or any of your more prominent religious leaders. Be careful of that. And that's what happens when you start taking too many things for granted. You get yourself into ruts. And when you let that happen, you, you know, you can very easily become a complete waste of skin. Uh, be careful of that. If you find yourself thinking things like, hey, I've really broken loose at this party, you know, be because you took your necktie off. My buddy Jeff is becoming a good example of a Louie Louie generation guy who lets himself get into ruts like that. His wife Joanne said to me the other day, the only thing that really interests him these days about the good old birds and bees is the price of chicken soup and honey. <laughs> Look, if that's happening to you, come on, guys, stir up that soup. Remember what Big Louie always says, wonton, spelled backwards, is not now. But if you stir it up and squirt it out a little, maybe you can get it to spell whoopee. Dicks to tails. A bunch of fascinating but totally unimportant stuff to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. If you have allergies, you are most likely to be allergic to nuts. And that's true. In this neighborhood, lots of us allergic to a nut by the name of Steve lives right up the block. More babies are born in the month of September than any other month. Now, doesn't that give new meaning to that old song, What Are You Doing New Year's, New Year's Eve? Just think about that this time around. And on that subject, many of us will enjoy a slice of mince pie over the holidays. Although very few of us have ever seen a real live mince. Think about it. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. We're talking about how ruts can wreck romances. And there's a story about a couple who are a really good example of that. In the new Night Connections 2 personal audio CD. It's called The Joy of giving thanks. You're on your way home from your night job. You clean up at an automobile dealership's showroom. Pay isn't bad. But you're a very bright woman. You should have finished work on your degree so you could have become a teacher. You've just divorced your husband for looking at his watch, believe it or not. Well, that was just a symptom of the problem, of course. It was the final insult in a worn-out love affair. You can understand losing him to another woman, or even to his work. But you lost him to disinterest. He just stopped paying attention to you. 
You tried everything you could think of. Tears, special meals, sheer black see-through bras and panties from Fredericks of Hollywood. Even brought home some X-rated videos. He watched for a few minutes and then he fell asleep. That's when you decided to make him jealous. The newest salesman is a nice young kid. He opens doors for you and he always has a nice smile. He was working late one night. You told him you weren't feeling well. And he volunteered to take you home, just like you knew he would. As he helped you into his car, you just casually brushed his arm with your breast. It was almost a mistake. But it startled him. And his reaction surprised you. It was a long time since anyone had noticed that you were a bright and sexy woman. You'd even forgotten about that yourself. You sat close to him on the ride, and by the time you got home, the kid's body couldn't hide the fact that he was paying a lot of attention to you. Your husband even noticed the handsome young guy bringing his wife home late from work. But he didn't notice the look that must have been on your face. And he just sent the kid home without even saying thanks and didn't even bother saying anything to you. Since your divorce, you've thanked the kid yourself. And when you do, every part of your mind and body get his complete and firm attention. Which has made you start paying attention to yourself again. You'll be going back to school again. But right now, most of what you're thinking about is what a nice idea it would be to stop at his place on your way home. Just to thank him again. That's a story from the new personal audio CD called Night Connections 2. It's called The Joy of Giving Thanks. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download it just by clicking on the Night Connections 2 icon on the opening page. Whatever works for you. I want to thank you very much for for lots of very special emails and, and even a few amazing comments about last week's blog and podcast. It was, it was about the generosity of being a step-parent. Most of you said it was very tough, but it was worth it. Some of you said it was very tough, and it wasn't worth it. Anyway, I want to thank all of you for taking the time to, to make your comments about it. And if you missed the comments, take a look at the last blog. Just go back to DickSummer.com and click on the comments section. I'm telling you, there's some thoughts there that you're going to remember. I think being a stepmother is especially tough. You know, society looks at it like you're some wicked old witch of the West, you know, or or the nasty lady in Cinderella. I think being a good stepmother is, is just as generous and just as hard and loving as being a good birth mother. And I'll tell you, ladies sleeping over there in my big, black, comfortable poppet chair is a good example of exactly that kind of love and, and generosity. And besides, let me tell you, she sure shook the ruts out of my life. My Lady Wonder Witch.
Okay. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.